everybody, welcome back to Reboot Leggers. This is a comedy-ish podcast where we reboot everything illegally and inappropriately. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. I don't know that inappropriate was the right word, but it's an I yeah. word. It's an I, we're, we're running out of them. We got to rotate. Yeah, I, I need to get back to underground and find more U words because that was the thing. But, oh, because that was the thing before. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's our own show. We should. Re- I should remember this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. It just yeah. it just it says a lot about how much you pay attention and how much you care. Anyway, about we're bringing a blast show. from the past to you listeners this week. Yeah, here we are coming at you on this Independence Week in America Day 2018. Yeah, when you're hearing this, tomorrow is America Day. But for us, it already happened. But, no. Because we're talking about aliens. Yeah, we're talking about aliens and how ancient they are. But I just for History us, History Channel's Ancient Aliens, specifically the TV show. For us, it still hasn't already happened. It's just it's still happening on Wednesday. If, if you question it, Scott, you are denying all of History Channel's Ancient Aliens. The Fourth of July is still to, just on I'm Wednesday. I'm gonna ask you to keep an open mind during this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, my mind. It's really hard to get it open. I'm going to need to... I don't know how to... The, it's been shut for so long. Ancient Aliens, of course, the History Channel uh, quote-unquote show. Yeah, you know the... That mean, well, it's the definitely question, a show. It's definitely a show. It's a show. They ask... Every episode, they ask the question, were aliens involved with X? And, of course, they answer it. Maybe? Eh. <laughs> the answer is always... Eh. <laughs> The answer is, I don't know, what do you think? (laughs) And of course, this is where that good meme came from with the guy with the big hair where he's saying aliens, and every year his hair got bigger. It just gets so big. And this was also from that time, which I think we might still be in during History Channel's run, where they just were not concerned at all about history. Yeah. Um, In fact, even, so this show has been going on for 13 seasons, which is incredible, because I was sure it was canceled. It's still going? Um, Yeah. No, really? Yeah, season thir- season thirteen is active. Oh my god, I thought it ended. Oh my god, and this so is they um they eventually run out of, you know, good material, and um they start just wildly speculating about things mm-hmm. like um, they have an episode about like when people land on Mars, m- maybe there'll be aliens there. What if Who they knows? What if they find aliens there? You know, what if they uh what if what if the reason the Mars rover hasn't seen any aliens is because they were always standing directly behind the camera? You know, they just they just kept turning with the rover, so the rover never saw them. But, so if, as a, but um, if a person went to Mars, they could turn around much quicker. Oh, yeah, like really fast, because mm-hmm. the aliens would always be hiding. How come the Mars rover doesn't have a 300, the 360 camera? You think that would be the best solution? I know, it seems like a big oversight. <sighs> we, should talk to the, we should talk to NASA after we're done this. Yeah, for real. So as a as a documentary show, the the topics covered are far and wide: uh, the past, the present, and the future. Multiple recurring episodes about the same event over the course of the seasons, like Roswell, for instance. There's oh, three yeah. or four episodes about Roswell. But I think today we're going to keep it classic, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of pick one topic and expand it into. I think we decided we're gonna do a movie, an ancient yeah. movie. I think what we do, I think we don't make it documentary style. We basically just take the ideas that they put forth and then just make a, a movie out of it. And then just make it. Yeah, I'm into that. 
Let's go through a few of the theories presented in Ancient Aliens, just for people that aren't overly familiar. Just uh, a lot of episodes are the one we're going to focus on. Let's mm, let's do a couple because I think I think people need to know. Yeah, they gotta know. Okay, so how about um, season three, episode nine, Aliens and Deadly Weapons, where this episode suggests the development of various weapons throughout history may have been guided like aliens. Oh man, it was aliens. By aliens, stories of divine weapons such as Excalibur as possibly powered by an alien source, the mystery of Greek fire as a gift from angels or or for the Byzantines. Greek fire, it's just... uh, Guys. So season 10, episode 7, Creatures of the Deep. It Mm. turns out, Scott, I, I, I I don't know if you knew this, that Nessie and the Kraken were underwater aliens who came from wormholes too deep in the ocean for us to sense. What about is that also Cthulhu? No, he is not covered in the episode. I'm not sure if it he's seems in a like they. One. It seems like for this one, they just stole Cthulhu and then decided he was an alien. Boy, there's some wild ones. Did Cthulhu come from a wormhole? In his thing, I don't think it was like it wasn't like science. He just like was always out there, just locked in. Like, Am I saying that right, Cthulhu? I I think so. That's oh, there's the one it. about how Da Vinci was an alien. Yeah, Da Vinci and Nikola Tesla were both secretly aliens trying to advance humanity. Oh, wait. Oh, there were two separate episodes. Maybe, I don't actually think the episode is about him being an alien. It's just saying that his work was inspired by alien technology he encountered. Oh. Let's talk about season four, episode 10. Dinosaurs are aliens. Now, that's interesting because... That's Pacific Rim. Evidence, su- yeah, evidence suggests that dinosaurs were the original inhabitants of our planet. So what if we're the aliens? Evidence suggests that, meaning um, we have scientific evidence that dinosaurs lived here before humans. Like, that's not even fucking, that's not even fucking news, you guys. That's just, that's just what we know, is that scientists were here, scientists, dinosaurs were here first. Scientists were here before even dinosaurs, Scott. <laughs> and that's something that I really want to touch on. Um, boy. But no, for real, Pacific Rim already addressed that because we learned in Pacific Rim that the dinosaurs were the prototype kaijus. Yeah, they basically said dinosaurs uh, are real. And that's true because they're real. Dinosaurs are real. And if dinosaurs are real, that means they that means the aliens have to be real. That's just that's just regular logic because they say like, look, dinosaurs are probably aliens. Oh, and look at this. Dinosaurs are real, which means aliens. Look at these bones. Oh, Look at the these bones. The most stereotypical one, I think, season two, episode eight, unexplained structures. Mm. Theorists say that specific historical sites around the world, Incan ruins, Karnak stones of France, the Zorats, Carrera, and Armenia, were constructed using techniques that humans could not have known at the time, art, uh, uh, what's it called, um, architecturally. And that it, they must have been built by aliens. It's weird they didn't mention Stonehenge, seeing as how that's kind of the big one. Seeing as that's the big one. That's the real big one. Now, um... I think we're going to horn in on Season 3, Episode 11, though, Scott. For sure. Now, Transformers Beast Wars did um, actually establish that... Oh, they covered this? They covered Stonehenge, for sure. So that was aliens, actually. That one was correct. Okay. So that was the Transformers, everybody. Yeah, that was... Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the Transformers. That was the thing. The Transformers found it, and they were like, whoa... Some aliens have been visiting this planet. Oh, so they... Okay. So the Transformers told the humans, no, that one was right. This is aliens. Well, the, and when the Beast Wars were there, the Beast Wars were there in the prehistoric times. That's why there's some of them are dinosaurs. So there were no humans yet. 
Oh, so they had no one. They had no one to tell. So they, they whispered it to dinosaurs, but they the told us didn't. later in the form of the documentary series okay. Beast Wars that was on Fox Kids. Okay. Yeah. Because the dinosaurs didn't understand English, and the trans so the Transformers couldn't tell them. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. They they had no one to whisper it to. Right, but yeah. So like you were saying, given that it is Independence Week here in America, we're gonna focus on the episode about how America was founded by aliens. Season three, episode eleven: Aliens and the Founding Fathers. Yeah, why don't you give me? Uh, why don't you give me that Wikipedia summary? <clears throat> there is evidence that some of the philosophies and secret symbolism surrounding mm. the founding of the United States has connections to extraterrestrials. Mm. Examined R: colon, Benjamin Franklin's writings on the plurality of worlds, stories that George Washington was visited by aliens at Valley Forge, oh. and Thomas Jefferson's written report of a UFO sighting in addition to the Freemasons' interest in ancient astronomy. Mm-hmm. So aliens aliens looked at us, they looked at the world, and they said, we need a country that, that is going to be able to send people to the moon in, in roughly 200 years from now. The only way that we can uh... think to do that, the only way that we can think to do that, because humans need to touch the moon mm-hmm. for, our, for our secret plans, mm-hmm. the only way they can do that is if we get this new country started, and it's called America. Do you think um, conservatives would be more upset if they found out that alien that America was ordained by aliens and not by God? Because I mean, that would it's still kind of ordained. On whether or not God was an alien. <sighs> oh. Dang, 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 dude, dang, dang, dude. Dang. So we're so, going to be horning in on this episode and really expanding some of the concepts inside of it yeah um yeah so let's get into our first segment called love it or leave it and we're gonna talk about what we want to keep about now this is a bit of a different format kind of because this is we're adapting like an episode of something into a movie Mm -hmm. our source material is more of a a general idea that a sane person wouldn't really have or say. Yeah. Let me see. I'm hoping kind of now. Oh, I'm kind of hoping that the ancient aliens wiki exists. Okay, good. They do have their own wiki. Now, let me just. Ooh, this is not great. Okay, here we go. I just want to get a really big synopsis of episode 11. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. It's split into acts and everything. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Theories and evidence for things mainly George Washington, J- T J and T J and B and Beach Franklin. Do you, I bet you real people called him T J? Do you think? Yeah. No. Do you think not. anybody called Ben Franklin Beach Franklin? Oof. I hope not. Maybe they do in ours. So what here's was the Benjamin thing. Franklin's middle name? Um, I'll tell you what I it was. Thought... I'll tell you what it was. What was it? Nobody knows. Wait. Hang on. It's a, is it because he's an alien? Are we starting? Did he not have a middle name? Benjamin Franklin didn't have a middle he name. He would always have middle names, yeah. He didn't have a middle name. It was got to be an alien. All right, so let's see. He Rough. was the president of Pennsylvania? That was a thing? All right, so let's see. Thomas Jefferson saw bright gl- glowing lights 200 yards above the ground in front of his house. Mm-hmm. It radiated tremendous heat and crashed into the ground, although it did not create a crater. So wait, how did it not create a crater? 
I don't. He also didn't find the object. Thomas Jefferson remains the highest-ranked American public official to ever report a UFO sighting. Now, now he reported this in 1800, 30 years after America became free. Why are we even talking about this one? It seems a little weird. We're saying that aliens didn't get involved until after America happened. I think that they didn't. I think that I think showing their ship to talk to, to, to TJ to TJ to TJ. I think that might have been an accident. Well, and here's the other thing. Okay, I'm gonna. I gotta take off my skeptics hat because my instinct is just to call bullshit on every single yeah, one of these, and we're here not gonna to, we're get here to anywhere. Create a movie that supports the evidence okay 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 i need to i need to realign my brain real quick i just gotta um... so thomas jefferson accidentally gets a peek into the aliens secret large plans right oh i love secret large plans secret large plans because secret small plans they don't make countries scott they gotta be large okay so tj sees it it sees a bright light an alien spaceship and i guess it just flies away yeah, it flies away. He said that his account says that it appears to crash, but he can't find it, and the area of the crash has no craters. Okay, so it's just like he. Just I guess got he buzzed. just went crater sniffing. I don't really know how that works. <laughs> that's the that's the industry term for when you go to find a, a crash site, crater sniffing. Mm-hmm, crater sniffing. Okay. Crater sniffers are a dime a dozen. You, you there's nobody that actually has you know you gotta. You can't, until you bag your first saucer, you're just a crater sniffer. Okay, so crater sniffer is kind of a, a, a disparaging term. It's a term. derogatory term, yeah. Okay. We're, uh, now, do you sound like you have some experience here sniffing crates? Only a little bit. I was um I was into it in high school, a little bit in college, but mm-hmm. I've, since, I've since upgraded to mostly uh, non-field work research, you know? Did you ever, did you ever bag a sauce? Never bagged a saucer. It's, oh, okay. Uh, so you're, you're still a crater sniffer. I am still a crater sniffer. What happens when? What do you become when you do the when you do the bagging? After you're, what, uh, what's you're, your new you're title? a saucer bagger. Oh, of course, obviously, mm-hmm. that's my mistake. <sighs> the chronology of this is weird. Let's okay, so let's put a pin in that because I, I I do see that there's in Fredericksburg in 1752, George Washington is initiated into the Freemasons, which do include Beach Franklin, mm-hmm. uh, and the Freemasons obviously are secretly run by aliens due to. Their, their, their arcane symbology. Yeah. Pretty obvious when you think about it. Yeah, and I guess the thing that they're getting into here is that the Freemasons talked about the plurality of worlds, which I think means... The idea that there's life on more than one planet and kind of in general. Is that what that means? Worlds, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I guess the Freemasons talked about that, and then did these ideas influence the Founding Fathers? Question mark. I'm gonna I'm gonna help us out a little bit. So this is the um, every episode of Ancient Aliens ends with a rapid fire series of provocative questions that are not um, they are not factual statements, but they lead you to believe. That they are saying this is true, even though it's technically a question. So this is the outgoing, um, this is the outro. Did George Washington receive secret knowledge at Valley Forge that guided him founding the United States? Did he share this information with the other founding fathers? Did they pass this knowledge down to the men who followed them? Mm -hmm. If aliens were present at the founding of the United States, did they do it to watch over us? Or did they have a greater plan? Yeah, and will so, they return? And that, and then that's the end. George Washington was apparently visited by an alien because there's a painting of him, 
at Valley Forge. I think it's at Valley Forge. There's a painting of Washington as a Freemason. And over his right shoulder, there's um, a scene of a ladder ascending to heaven, which everyone thinks is, um, you know, Jacob's ladder. You know, like from the Bible story where there's a like ladder. from the Bible. There's mm-hmm. a ladder going up to heaven that the angels are going up and down. But in the painting... In the painting, the ladder doesn't come from heaven. It comes from a dark, round object emitting multicolored lights. So so aliens told him how to win wars. Yeah. Did the aliens come down and... Did, did they give him training? Did they give him training? Is, is the founding of the United States some kind of Iran-Contra scandal from an alien perspective? Oh, Dip. Okay, we need to we need to actually talk about the segment here. Yeah, we should really get into it. So I like aliens, obviously. That's number one. Mm-hmm. I like the way that nothing is ever allowed to just happen, and there has to be aliens driving it. Mm-hmm. There are no coincidences. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever chooses things on their own. It's all the aliens. Yes. Aliens made me rebel against the kingdom of England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a Stargate embedded in the dome of our nation's capital. That's radical. I need and to have that. we're definitely going to use it. I need to have that. So let's... Um, I don't like, like, boring period drama. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about... I don't care about, like, old muskets. You know, like, I don't really care about that stuff. You want to see George Washington with a laser musket. I think that would be cool. Or even... I mean, we could make this a um, we could make this like a conspiracy movie where like present day people are like finding out history, and then we're just doing national treasure again, though. We're kind of just doing national treasure, but I want to do interest. I want to do historical movie where you want to go historical. I want I want to do Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but George Washington Alien Boy. You want to tell the true story. The true story of George Washington, alien American. Now, I did say George Washington, alien boy at first, which makes it sound like George Washington himself is an alien. And and a boy. And I'm kind of maybe is George maybe Washington that's himself it. an alien. Maybe George Washington is only half human. And the latter is leading up to his dad. Yes. Yes. In the spaceship. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we like George Washington being an alien, which is not George a thing Washington that this, alien it's not a thing that this original episode posits, but that's what we're going to take. We're going to spice it up. We do like TJ seeing a UFO. Yeah. But that happens, and I think he's hap- like a crotchety um he's, he's a, like he's an old man at the time. He's like we don't need no aliens and then George Washington says like but TJ, I'm an alien. Mhm. And then TJ learns to not be racist and accept his friend, like, and remember the Titans. Okay, so uh, according to this, this is something that I like. The Washington Monument is an obelisk whose point is to draw energy from the stars and radiate it out into the sacred precinct. And then there's a reflecting pool to reflect the obelisk. So you've got the, the monument pointing to the heavens, and in the reflecting pool, it points below. The idea here is there's a direct correlation between what's happening down here and what's happening up there. So, um... Oh, shoot, dude. So, aliens needed the U.S. to build the monument 
For what reason? For what reason? And that's what we'll get into in a later segment. But in this segment, I want to keep the the Washington Monument is some sort of alien antenna. The Washington Monument. So we've got George Washington alien boy. We've got Washington Monument. We got laser muskets, probably. Oh, definitely got laser muskets. Um, We got TJ and Beach. TJ and Beach. Beach Franklin. (laughs) Um... Okay, hang on. I need to find. Let me. I want to find this. What Ben Franklin has to do with this theory? Ben, according to the the synopsis, Ben Franklin is is who first proposed the plurality of worlds to the to the to the Freemasons. That's it, huh? What I love about all of this is it's just the the <laughs> the idea that people before twenty first century America were just so dumb that there's absolutely no way any of them could have ever been thinking about this yeah dude yeah no one would ever no one could even imagine that you could make your own country before the aliens told george washington that he could do it yeah like my god okay so let's get into our next segment that we're more excited about and this is called is this when and where I don't even, we missed one week and now we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, when and where? When? Ooh, when? This is where we talk about setting and genre. Now, the setting, of course, is pre-revolutionary American colonies, pre and post. Not, yeah. yeah, the North American continent, mid to late 1700s. To early 1800s. To early 1800s. And honestly, to the year 3000. Oh, we're going to go to the future? If we've got a Stargate, we can go through time, Scott. What? I thought Stargate were George just Did George Washington space. actually die at his home in Delaware? I don't know. Did it, Have you seen the body? Now, his home was in Virginia, not Delaware. Wh- whatever, man. I don't know. He crossed the Delaware. He, he could live there if he wants. He did cross the Delaware, but he was from Virginia. And that's where did George Washington die at his home in Virginia? Did you see the body? I don't know. I have not seen the body. I did stand at a couple presidents' graves in um, Philadelphia, which did was I see surreal. George Washington at a Kinko's just last week? Maybe I don't know. Why is there he was a still, time portal? Why is he still here? Oh, time, so wait, clear this up for me. I thought Stargates were just space wormholes. They're also Stargates time wormholes? are just space, but there's a couple episodes where there's like energy fluctuations and they go like to different times. There is the, the one where they go to the weird. 70s. That's a very good one. Yeah, it can happen. Is all I'm saying. So obviously it's the North American continent now. George Washington. He gains his power from cherry trees, and so that's what he does instead of eating human food. <laughs> that was George Washington Carver. Wasn't it? No. No, no wait, that's the it, peanut guy. <laughs> that absolutely, yeah, that absolutely wasn't. <laughs> George Washington was the cherry tree boy who could not tell a lie about chopping that tree. Yeah, maybe he can't tell a lie because his alien heritage does not allow falsehoods. Hmm. Maybe, maybe he literally can't. Okay, so um, so let let's let's tighten things up. Is this a story about George Washington growing up and finding out he's an alien, or is this? I a think movie it. Of- I think we focus primarily on George Washington, and later he does meet Beej and Teej. Mm-hmm. And do we do we actually include the American Revolution, or is it like a dramatic end? The night before the Declaration of Independence. I think we have to include the American Revolution because Valley Forge was where he was visited by aliens. Valley Forge is where he was finally visited and given his birthright. That's right. His that's birthright, right. the laser musket. 
So we see. <laughs> so we see a young George Washington as a baby, and he's bright pink and has antennae. Oh, we just right up front we're revealing that he was an alien. And his mid his midwife says, "Taint no, taint no human child." I'm looking at. <laughs> And then his wife. I don't. I don't know how they spoke in the in the old of times. Of the devil, they say. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's then, Satan's baby. Yeah, but then his mother, Martha Washington. No, Martha Washington was his wife, I think. Also, his uh, his also the name of his mother is a coincidence. So then his mother, I don't know her name. Mrs. Mrs. Washington says his mother's stole my name baby. was Mary Ball. Mary Ball Washington says, mm-hmm. "This is my baby, and you don't have to worry about who the father is." And then the baby—it's it, not my husband. And then the baby shapeshifts to look like a human. Yeah, yeah. Mary, Mary, Mary holds the baby in her arms, and then it morphs into human shape. And then it opens its—it opens its third and fourth eyes on its forehead, and it says, "And then they you close. Have, you, you have been chosen. We will be. You will. You will. We will lead you to, to, <laughs> to the truth." We're getting into plot. We just need to focus on setting here, which is George Washington is an alien. Aliens did help found America because they knew that America would go to the moon someday. And of course, mm-hmm. I guess it's like that movie with Jeremy Renner and um and um is it Amy Adams? The Hurt Locker. Yeah, the Hurt Locker, where the aliens come and they and can't say understand that. them, and they have to defuse their bomb for them. Yeah. Fun so, fact, um, speaking of Jeremy Renner, we just watched an episode of House he guest starred on. Yeah. It was weird. He was a punk um, rocker who did bad music. Meanwhile, Thomas Jefferson is a skeptic who doesn't believe in aliens. His friend Beej is always like, what if there's other planets up there in the sky that have people on them? And then TJ goes like, you are so dumb. And you that's are their... so dumb. That's just what he does yeah. the entire movie. He just keeps saying you're so dumb. Oh, that'll be good well, because then at the end, he's the one who sees a UFO. He's the one who sees a UFO, and he goes like, "What? You are so dumb." That's just his catchphrase. That's his catchphrase. He keeps saying it like all the time. Just that's constant. We're gonna get T-shirts, mugs, uh, buttons. Okay. With just Thomas Jefferson's face, like a cartoon, it just says, "You are so dumb," and dumb is underlined. Yeah. Okay. So we've got setting nailed down pretty good here. Let's get into our third. Yeah. Those are the only three. The rest of them are just signatures. This is our third segment, which I'm really excited about. Actually, we call it "Who Can It Be Now." Can it be now? This is where we talk about casting and characters. So, Frank, who's your ideal George Washington? Boy, that's a tough one. That's so we tough. need somebody that exudes command, but also when you look at them, you say, maybe they're not all human. Do you think we'd piss people off if we had someone who wasn't American play George Washington? No, I mean, the greatest Americans that we have today are not American. Yeah, I know that. Arnold, Gregory House. Uh-huh. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh-huh. Etc. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. What's his name? The Punch Man. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Who's the Punch Man? Yeah, you got it. He's Canadian. Russell Crowe? You talking about Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Were you really? I yeah. can't tell if you're doing a thing right now. No, yeah, because he does the movies with the punching. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you got in mind? We're going to need people that can rock a powdered wig. Well, for sure. Do you think George Washington wore the powdered wig while he was in battle and stuff? No, and definitely not when he was in his alien combat form either. 
Why do they? Oh my god, alien combat form. That's very good. Why did they wear powder wigs in the first place? What's that um, about? probably because of the they had to keep their heads shaved because of ticks and fleas, all just all the time. But you couldn't be. You could only pass laws if you had hair. That was the rule. Oh, that makes sense. So our main three here, we've got we've got to cast George Washington, TJ, TJ and Beach, and then and then, and then Benji Franks. I think we put Betsy Ross in there just because that'd be um, she's a strong female character. She an alien too. I mean, I don't think any did aliens teach her how to sew. I was gonna say I don't think any humans at that time had the capability to sew the way she did. Like, there's no way yeah, humans yeah. invented that sewing on their own. And then we'll get like a hilarious, not hilarious. It'll be it'll be funny though. Like the she's like I just don't have any ideas, and then an alien is like, boom, thirteen stars. What's up? Blam, blam. Oh, and there are stars in the sky, and you know where else stars are? Is space? Is space where and the aliens, aliens come are. from? Space. Okay, so let's get back to this. Who could play George Washington? What about Jeff Bridges? Oh hell yes. Dude. Or do we maybe get Jeff for a tease or a beach? I could see Jeff as a bead. <laughs> okay, we'll get Jeff. He has that. Because Benjamin Franklin is the historical figure that's most like the dude. Oh, for sure. He's, yes. Okay, so Benjamin Franklin. We can Franklin, really just get him to reprise that role. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin played by the dude Jeff Bridges. You know who I want to see? I want to see Hugo Weaving in this movie. He's not I don't even American. care if he's Betsy Ross. Is he American? I honestly don't know. The name like but he's Hugo. got that he's got that historical face. Whoa, he's Nigerian. Wow. He's right. born in Nigeria. His nationality is British Australian. Interesting. Okay, so he's he's interesting. Cool. Who do you want? Hugo for, for TJ or for George? I was thinking TJ. You read my mind with your alien powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that works. checks out. I like that a lot. What if we got I mean, okay. Here's here's a problem, Frank. Is that we've we've got ourselves in a situation where we're gonna have a young George Washington, which means we gotta cast a child again. Oh boy, we gotta cast we gotta cast teen George and grown George and grown George and obviously grown George alien form. Well, that could just be grown George wearing green face or pink face yeah. or whatever. Okay, what if we get. Man, who's 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 hot right now? Who's good? Let's get Tom Holland for Teen George. Oh hell yes! And you know he can play aliens good. You know he can play aliens good, and you know he can play six years younger than his real age good because he is like twenty two. Because he is, yeah. God, he's younger than I am, and what is he doing with his life? He's doing a lot. Yeah. Well, he's. I don't know. Argu- well, you made me depressed, Scott. Arguably, so. he's not doing a lot. He's just famous. He's just well known. So. Yes, and so then he grows up. Who does he grow up to become? He grows into... Who do you think a grown-up Tom Holland would look like? (sighs) Hit me. It sounds like you got something. Dude, he can basically keep the same hair and just be Tom Hardy. You want Tom Hardy to play George Washington? I think so, And because here's the thing. He looks good as an alien. Now, you know Tom Hardy is British. Yes. This is a controversial casting choice. So was George Washington, by the way. No, he was not. He was born in Virginia. No, that's not true. His human flesh soul was was constructed in Virginia. Fair. Oh, this is the alien half of him takes third 
three years to gestate. Wikipedia lists it. his birthplace as George Washington Birthplace National Monument, Virginia. Like, why don't you just tell me the actual location because the monument did not exist when he was born. Or did it? Or did it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So George Washington is a big deal. And I think when he's an alien, he gets forehead antennae, he opens his third and fourth eyes, obviously. Um, extra arms, yay nay. Maybe if he's, he's just, got extra arms, he can hold two different laser assault rifles. What if he's just a polymorph and so he can have any and all of those things how as he pleases? Okay, yeah. And that way he can also assume his human form, that's right. And when he gets angry, he like his antennas pop out and his eyes turn yellow and he's like Yeah, and he, and he and and he swolls up real big. Yeah, and he has to get him back in and so there are some mm-hmm. incidents. And this is before the internet too, so it was real 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 easy for him to just like, "Nah, man, you were yeah, drunk. Like you didn't see nothing. You're crazy. No one else saw that." Too many Sam Adams. Yeah. His friend Sam Adams helped him out with the beer. Yeah, he made a lot of be- that's 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 where any person who saw the alien form would get free drinks until they forgot until they forgot it's perfect so they all grew up having adventures probably and george washington could always he could always do things the other boys couldn't except lie except lie oh man so so like he like fell off a cliff by accident and when he landed he had no broken bones and then, and then he and then he squared up and he jumped thirty foot for ver- thirty feet vertically and then got back up the cliff. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And then he's like, "Oh, people can't do that because I, I don't know. I always do that. I always do that." Here's so history treats him as this brilliant general and tactician, but if you look at his letters, it's kind of revealed that he wasn't as brilliant as all that. Like. He almost lost the war. He could just read minds from a distance and counteract exactly the enemy generals. It could be that, or it could just be like he was just slightly better than humans because he was half alien. Do you think his alien parent? Do you think this is a test from his alien parents, or was he being given intel? Mm. I mean, I actually do kind of like your mind reading idea the best. Okay, so he could read minds. So he was always, he was always one step ahead of who he was fighting. But the problem is he had to be on the battlefield. He could not be planning from afar because his yeah. telepathy had a limited range. And that's what earned him the reputation as as the gutsy battlefield general, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was always there on point. Mm-hmm. And he said things like, they're going to retreat now. I don't know how generals talk. We'll get a consultant from the army. Yeah, that's good. Probably going to need a general. They're going to need a general. Okay. And who do you want for Betsy Ross? Just real quick. The person that played uh, the maid in the Brady Bunch. So she's going to be very old. And also, I think she's dead. Well, I mean, we can just go. We just got to get a lookalike. I want her. <laughs> I, I, I need her to be Betsy Ross. Okay. We'll CGI younger. That's a firm. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a firm, a firm stoppage if we can't get that on the whole film. Okay. All right, well, now that we've got our cast, let's get let's dive deep into this plot in our final segment called What's Going On? Frank, so we've got Birth of George, and he's a pink boy, 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 boy. Whew. Doing all right? I think I'm having a stroke. He's a pink baby boy. Pink? Is and he's pink? got the antenna. His mom cradles him. He loses the antenna and polymorphs into a human shape so that he can attract the most love, which the alien part of him knows. He's very cute. Growing up, George Wash- baby, baby George Washington could always do things that other people couldn't. He could uh, chop down trees with his bare hands. He had a 30-foot vertical leap. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, 
could run. He could run easily. He could top 18 miles an hour. No, no, no sweat for for hours on end. So he chopped down the cherry tree with his bare hands, and someone told mm-hmm, on to him. To eat the cherries. And someone told on him, and his mom was like, George, did you chop down the cherry tree with your bare hands? And he was like, I cannot tell a lie. I chopped down the cherry tree. And he just left it at that. He just left it at that, because he's smart. He was smarter. With his telepathy, he always knew the answers to questions before people even asked him. Mm-hmm. He, um, he kind of cheesed his way all the way through school. And so then he needed, he, he needed the cherries for sustenance, that's what you're telling me? Yeah, the cherries expanded his his brain power. Okay. All right. So then, um, so then, as he grew up, he um, he became a leader and a tactician. He entered the he entered the military academy because the intellectual pursuits were too easy for him with his brain power. Mm-hmm. And so then he needed to be able to challenge things like his thirty like his like his ability to throw grown men like ragdolls. Yeah. He quickly became a leader, and then he met his best friends, Beej and T. <laughs> What if it turns out that um, England was being run by aliens and they were trying to, you know, take over the oh, Earth? The other slowly. side of the the other side, the no, aliens. The only side here, and then we'll, <gasps> and then and so there's just the one set of aliens that George Washington is a member of that race, and then he, so he decides like because he's been living amongst the humans this whole time, he's like, this isn't right. We can't just impose our will <gasps> upon their planet. And then, so then he'll do the Revolutionary War, and I'm just going to skip way ahead to the end real quick. Yeah, yeah. well, be... they're in the, they're, but there's a scene where they're in the same room, and George Washington says, like, we're going to make our own country. And then King George's massive cranium throbs, and, he, and, and a telepathic message enters George Washington's brain, and it says, you're going against your own kind. Yeah. And then George Washington is like, no, yes, I am. Yeah, but then we just to fast forward it to the to thirty years later. Just just I'm just gonna skip right ahead to the end to give you the twist ending. The twist ending mm-hmm. is that this is what the aliens wanted all along because they knew if America was founded, then the moon would happen. But it had to be a leader that was their own, but they no one would trust them, so they, they had to make it so he would rebel. They had to make it so that he would rebel, but it was all planned in, in many Because the second the second aliens touch the moon, it becomes fair game galactic intergalactic law. Yeah, that's the intergalactic law isn't like once you touch another planet; it's once you touch a planet and its orbiting body. Mm-hmm. And you gotta get you you gotta have all all the. Because here's the thing: until humans landed on the moon, they weren't considered to be a tier one conquerable species. They were considered pre technological. Mm-hmm. And now that we're there, aliens can come and get us. Aliens can just. Which are they probably- but George Washington installed the Washington Monument. Oh, dip. As a last-ditch defense mechanism. It's a Scott. giant laser. It's a giant home defense laser that gathers the pride and joy and life energy of the American people through its massive network of, of uh, perfect geometrical shapes. Mm-hmm. And it funnels that into an invisible, um, undetectable... Massive defense energy beam that has been blowing aliens out of the sky for over 250 years, Scott. Tell me about the Stargate in the dome of our nation's capital and how that came yeah, to so be. Yeah, so the Stargate in the dome of our nation's capital is how George Washington communicates with aliens that want to have peace treaties with Earth after getting their advanced warships blown out of the sky. Mm, that's Except good. Except he can also use it to go to the future, and that's why I saw him at Kinko's. <laughs> Can he go to the future, or is he just immortal? Imagine if you could use a time machine to be everywhere at once yeah, without aging and splitting yourself up among hundreds of thousands of timelines. Is that not immortality? That's fair. Now, when did you see him at the Kinko's? 
just last week. We, he was getting copies made. I was about to ask, what was he? What was he doing? What kind of copies? Yeah, he was. I didn't. I didn't get a good chance to peek because he was running them through like that roller, that like roller do-it-yourself laminator. <laughs> it was just like flyers for his band. Yeah, I said, "Hey, man, you look a lot like George Washington." And he looked at me and he said, "I do." And I said, "Haha, it's like like are you George Washington?" But that he can't lie, so he said, "Yep." Did you say, "Show me your teeth"? Uh, no, I thought that would be rude. Oh, that's that's how you know for sure. Because the wooden, the wooden. Yeah, the aliens never figured out teeth technology. Yeah. Humans. Dentistry is all humans. It's one of the few things that only humans did. Did you see the thing about how it turned out George Washington might have he more likely had teeth made from slaves' teeth? That's um, incredibly disturbing, and that's not going to be in our film. Yeah, we're not going to put that in there. But um... and at the end of the movie, too, at the end of the movie, um, it's going to like play the credits, and then instead of a post-credits screen, it's going to be a, a black text scroll that just says, "Did all of this happen? Eh? You decide." You decide. He maybe so. Um, we need to talk about the Valley Forge scene real quick. We just need to make sure we. Oh yeah, yeah. So Valley Forge is um is the thing that the place during the American Revolutionary War in seventeen seventy seven. Uh, so like he apparently got visited by aliens. Why did they? Yeah. So this was his dad. His dad called on the phone and george george washington opened up the um, oh we do he had that scene from superman where he's like you are an alien you your responsibility yeah. is to protect these babies because the cell phone cell phone technology even for advanced aliens back then was like big 80s cell phones so he, he had to extend his space ladder into the sky and then project the satellite mm -hmm. um from the top of the elevator mm -hmm. and then to call his dad okay i'm into that and his dad said like this is enough, son. Like, come home, and like a he sends like a big brain throb, and then George Washington's massive brain also throbs, and it is like pulsing, and he says like, Dad, this is my these are my people. I'm half human, and I I choose to fight for for Earth is under my protection now. Yeah, and then he's like, let's let's fight, and he takes his dad's laser musket from him. Yep, and then he goes, I will win the war with this single handedly. That's and he does. Good. He goes out to the front of his army and he just starts using the laser rifle and nobody can touch him. Pew, 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 pew. Like, how is he firing so fast? It should be taking him... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fully automatic A score of weapon. minutes. It's got a hand crank on the side, so he's just going nuts. Oh, he's just going nuts. Just Yeah, he, and he's just... Would you, how, would you describe it? He's just mowing it? down entire armies. Would you say he's uh, freaking on the booty? He's freaking on the booty of, the, of, the, of those redcoats. That sounds pretty and, and good. And the, the laser weapon gets passed around. Really, everybody gets a turn with it, and it's pretty great. It is pretty great. Everybody gets. And then England, George <laughs> King George goes like he broke the he broke the rule that the humans could only use their own technology. So he gives them all energy shields that block oh, lasers, and then dip. they have to go back to muskets. Oh man! So they so all he the the laser musket fires quick enough that every single guy in. The front line of the revolutionaries' army um, gets to like each of them gets a chance to shoot it before the the redcoats reload once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it took it took um, conservative estimates, conservative historical estimates, say that reloading a line of muskets was like easily twelve minutes. Yeah, it was really boring. Mm -hmm. Most fights fights would last hours, but it's just because you could only fire once every twelve to fifteen minutes. Oh, jeez. So they'd, like, have sandwiches and stuff in between the yeah, shots, right? Yeah, there would right? be, um, like, when it was noon, it was, like, super hot, and they would just they would just all take a break. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the reality of war that we're going to show. And at the end, we're going to say, did this happen? Really? Did this really all happen the way we said? Mm-hmm. Eh? Maybe. Eh? Okay. I mean, if you say so, what's stopping you? I mean, if I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like a stuttering, stammering guy at the end. <laughs> I mean, if you, if, if, you, if you want, I mean, I, I, I if you, <laughs> all right, um, Frank, let me get your final thoughts on this. Those laser weapons are still around to this day, and that's what Area 51 is for. Ooh, that's very good. And lastly, um, give me a food pairing for this movie. Oh, boy, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. This is going to be a flight. You're going to have three three shot glasses of Code Red, White Out, and the Blue Mountain Dew, which I forget. Voltage. I thought I was just gonna say you just mix all three together. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a big you're gonna have a big ribeye steak. You're gonna eat the whole thing without taking a single drink, and then you're just gonna shoot the red, the white, the blue all in a row. That's good. That's really good. That sounds great. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show um, and enjoyed this very patriotic and very historical. You decide. Episode. If you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on iTunes for real. That like helps us out a ton and we could really, really use more ratings. Um, maybe if you do give us a rating, send us a tweet and I will, I'll give you something. I don't know what, but I'll give you something and then tell your friends, tell your friends about the show. That would help us out a ton. So until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. I'm Frank, what's our password for next week? Our password for next week is... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.